Hello, and welcome to the New Rivers Press Podcast, a program dedicated to new and emerging voices in the literary community. My name is Samuel Schroeder, and today's episode is about Rebecca A. Durham's new book, Half-Life of Empathy. We'll hear from Andrew Reed and Gabby Brand as they talk to Rebecca about why she wrote the book and a couple of her favorite excerpts. Half-Life of Empathy. Today we're here with Rebecca A. Durham, who will be interviewed by Andrew Reed, a student here at MSUM and a member of her book team. Welcome to the podcast. (laughs) Great. Hi. (laughs) Okay, if we just want to stay. Yeah. Um, sure. Okay. <laughs> I guess I don't have, like, an order um, for the questions I sent you. Like, I didn't think of which ones I should ask first. I guess probably the best one to ask first was, um, what led you to submitting at New Reverse Press? Right. Um, well, I mean, to be honest, when I submitted, I I hadn't really heard of New Rivers Press, I um, was just submitting everywhere. I mean, that's kind of the game, right? You have to just, you know, look at everything you could possibly submit to and just, you know, saturate your manuscript out there um, and just cross your fingers. I mean, (laughs) it's so so competitive. And um, yeah, so I was, I mean, I was thrilled, beyond thrilled, obviously, um, when I, when I heard, um, and then, and then once I started looking into the press, I was really excited. I'm actually originally from Massachusetts, and I understand the press was, um, like, back in the day, started um, by a gentleman in a barn in Massachusetts, yeah. Yeah. so that, I thought that was really cool. Um, when I first submitted, I was just kind of throwing blind, blindly putting my manuscript out there everywhere I could. Um, and then, yeah, once I found out, then I, I, I was really excited and really happy um, that um, it found a home with you all. Yeah, and we're really excited to have the opportunity to help edit it and experience the whole process. So, yeah, like hands-on, yeah, more or less, I guess, but this part of it anyway. Um, were you frightened when you found out it would be students working on your manuscript? <laughs> um, I don't know if frightened is the right word. I, you know, of course, when you, when you create art and you put it out um, to be scrutinized and edited, there's always a little sort of, you know, element of feeling uncomfortable with, you know, what sort of um, reception and edits are, are going to be suggested. But, um, of course, I also haven't seen any of those edits yet, so I mean, th- that will remain to see be seen how frightened I I, yeah. I, I am. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, so not not really. I mean, um, you know, there's there's always uh, yeah, there's always that feeling once you get things out there. You know, how is it going to be received, and how how are people going to want to change um, what ultimately is is you feel very protective over because it's your, you know, your your creation, but it's all part of the process to um, to have it be polished and edited. So I would say not, not very frightened. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank, I don't think any of us would say there were very like drastic edits anyway. No. It was all pretty like, I don't know. I don't want to say simple, but like not super. Um, Usually for poetry, there's not a lot at yeah. this stage. It's just formatting right. stuff. Yeah, because there's yeah. so many like aesthetic choices and 
Not, it's right. not like, oh, that's a run-on sentence like with a novel or something, so. Right, right. <laughs> Which poem in this collection would you say is your favorite or that you think could have, like, um, maybe, like, inspire um, the, like, biggest impact on people to maybe want to change the way they interact with the world or anything, something like that? Or Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's a tough question, um, partly because, you know, different things are going to resonate with different mm-hmm. people. Um, you know, as, as far as what, um, you know, let's see, I have, uh, I kind of wrote down a few poems that I was thinking about uh, reading. Um, and, you know, maybe, maybe, um, I mean, unfortunately, a lot of a lot of the poems uh, are a little bit sad and dark because you know it's pretty sad what's what we're doing to the planet um i think a lot of um a lot of the poems kind of sit with that feeling of eco melancholia that you know the melancholy of the um of earth death and the extinctions that were you know in habitat loss and and just destruction and and you know toxic residue and poison that we're putting out on the planet and so um you know i'm sure you've noticed a lot of the poems kind of um kind of hover around that uh and and some of them are more overt than others um you know funerary you know (laughs) that's pretty clearly uh entitled um you know i i guess that's one that um you know because in that, you know, we have the collapsible web collapsing, you know, I mean, and that's, it's, that's happening. And um, so, so I don't know, funerary um, is one, um, eco-melancholia and sea would be another, um, but, you know, I don't know, I can't really speak to what might change people's yeah. feelings or or um or to that um i i know that some of those poems um like biological assessment um you know are are uh, obviously field note we ponder the sixth extinction um uh you know i mean the, but they're all all most all of these poems are you know sort of um tethering around um my fascination and reverence for the natural world and then um you know the the feelings about and um about what what's happening out there now in the anthropocene um, with environmental issues Mm -hmm. so um, I had one question that was more just like a, a curious thing that I thought of one day. Um, the numbers and no entry, are they, are those, did those correlate to anything? Like um, like art pieces or anything was my thought, but I'm probably... Right, so actually, um, this this, prob- this, isn't, this won't be obvious to most people. Um, I actually had somebody reach out to me recently um, who is also a botanist and a poet, um, and she's like... You made that a dichotomous key. That's so great. And but most people won't won't pick that up if if you're not if you haven't worked um, in a field where you use dichotomous. So you're kind of in a series of um, of couplets until you get to your answer that that you're looking for. So mm. it's just a straight up dichotomous key structure. Um, and and I I 
in in that poem too, there are um, just like a dichotomous key would be, you end on specific organisms. Mm -hmm. So um, it's just a poem in a dichotomous key format, um, but it actually, you know, you can you can follow along and 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 um, and use it like a dichotomous key. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I guess that leads into a, one other question. Um, so talking about like the structure of no entry, most of the poems have kind of like a, I don't want to say like standard structure, but they're kind of like in line with them, like not like all over the page more. Um, sure. And what, what, for the few that are or like use the page more, was that um, intentional or like, like did you start with that shape in mind or as you were writing it? Did the shape kind of come out, or did you write the whole poem and then decide to stretch it across the page? Um, so I think um, so. For like, find the foci. That one, um, that one was as I was writing it because the the structure of it was an, is an ellipse, mm -hmm. and that is in the poem itself. So that's kind of um, you know, kind of both the the form you know both the meaning and the 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 form itself are kind of all interwoven um for some of the other ones um think of um i would say like some of the more fragmentary ones um so like um the um the uh the mountain the bluebird I can't even remember the title of <laughs> my poem. I'm sorry, <laughs> the, the bluebird poem. Um, you know that that is um, spread across the page, sort of in the in the way you know, uh, you know, a flock of birds kind of um, spreads out and and you know and comes together. Um, and then uh, there's another one where it's it's more fragmentary language, so I felt like it needed some more fragmentary space across the page. So I guess um, most of the time it's as as I'm writing. Occasionally it's going back and saying, you know, this doesn't fit very well, and then trying to tweak it. But most of the time it's it's as it as I go along. Um, it it's all part of the writing process. The form is already integrated into it. Hmm. Um. Um, I had a question. Um, so what kind of started your interest in writing. We know about your background as a botanist and um, how that kind of seeps into your poetry, but were you um, interested in botany first and then that kind of transferred into your poetry or were you a lover of poetry and then you incorporated your science background? Yeah, um, so I, I guess I, I've always been interested in the sciences, so that was, you know, kind of there all along. And I've also always been you know, a, a dabbler in writing, you know, from, from, a, at a, from a very young age. Um, and I got more serious about writing poetry and then went through the MFA program at the University of Montana here just, you know, a few years ago. Um, so, but I wouldn't, you know, everyone has their personal archive, like what they're fascinated with, what, what they're taking in, what they're passionate about, um, and their own, you know, syntax and based on what, you know, based on your archive. So, um, I guess, I guess because I'm, um, fascinated with and passionate about the natural world, that's just going to, you know, find its way in there because that's what I think about. And that's what, um, you know, kind of, I'm, I'm very concerned about. Um, so, 
I guess, you know, my writing hasn't always brought in science, you know, when I was younger, you know, when, but everyone, when everyone's younger, you're usually <laughs> writing, you know, you're, you're writing your personal fable, right? You're, you're more concerned about, um, I don't know, maybe lighter matters, we'll say. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so I guess, I guess it's all, you know, been a, been, you know, a, a pro, you know, been part of, you know, both part of each other. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, was there a poem that you'd like to read, like an excerpt of, or um, I know our favorite is Valentine. We love that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Yeah, I think, oh, yeah, well, I, think, I can read Valentine. It's very short. Right? It is, yeah. We thought that <laughs> that might be a good one to read on the podcast. Okay. I think we all drew little hearts next to that yes. one. We were flipping through it one day, and I said, guys, this poem is just so sweet. Like, it's so simple. <laughs> okay, it's a nice little that. break from the yeah, eco Molly melancholia. Yeah. <laughs> the overbearing. <laughs> okay, um, Valentine. If flowers were a symphony, violets would be a xylophone. Or maybe the vibes, if it were a jazzy spring. Ah, oh, the jazzy spring. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we are super excited about continuing to work on your manuscript. And, um, I am, too. Thank you. Thank you so much for, for taking it on. It's, it's very exciting for yeah. me. It's exciting for us, too. We've mm -hmm. been living with it all semester. Yeah. <laughs> um, thanks for coming on the podcast today do you want to say something i don't know yeah. i feel like this was both kind of a joint effort here well we're all a team we are jada's moral support <laughs> thanks team <laughs> <laughs> but uh did you want to be like goodbye i don't know like thanks for but yeah thanks for taking the time to speak with us um i feel almost like it's disingenuous to just have you read such a short poem but I don't know if you want to read something else or not yeah. but you certainly can I mean I wouldn't complain but it's up to you that's doesn't matter to me I, I don't know <laughs> whatever you guys think <laughs> yeah I mean we have time if you wanted to no pressure if you don't um, either way is there one that you would want me to read Ooh, I don't know um, one that maybe was... one of the um, excerpts that um, we asked for for like the marketing stuff. Oh yeah. Um, let's see. Excerpts. Which poem is your favorite? You know that's really hard, and I had a hard time pulling out like thinking of excerpts too because you know you're you there you have all this language and you're like mm -hmm. if i pulled out just a little like how you know could it speak for it you know and and what would that mean to pull out these words and and have it be represent try to try to have it be somewhat representative mm -hmm. um i i had i had some difficulty honestly um so um it's understandable What's that? It's understandable. It's like picking a favorite child. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Um, I think, you know, I, I think, honestly, Meander Belt is one of my favorites just because um, it's it's it takes place out in the field. So it's it's more of a, um, 
you know, it's it it almost be a, a narrative poem, if you will. Um, I don't really sort do narrative poems, but um, it's and it's it's more of like the moment of discovery of finding really cool things, but yet there's also, you know, that background of you know, there's still the the earth death melancholia like always hanging out there, you know, and and um, and it's that tension of um, you know finding solace in nature without, you know, just having it be an escape and staying present with the, the problematic issues. But we also need, need to just, you know, we need to be healed by nature and we need to, to, to go out there and experience things and, and have it be filled with wonder and happiness, you know? And so there's, there's that tension, um, of, of um, being really excited about um, about nature and also being um, you know keeping keeping it real with what's happening and what where things are going I mean you know the I'm sure you, you all heard recently the news which is like a 30% reduction in birds in just the last you know I don't know how many years I mean that's that's really stunning and and, and really just shocking and um, so yeah, I guess Meanderbell um, for me kind of keeps keeps that uh, a little bit, um, you know, keeps keeps the excitement of of nature um, as well as um, you know how do how do we how do we you know move through this? How do we figure this all out? You know. Yeah, it feels very relevant. Yeah. So I could read just the end of that meander belt, the part that I had pulled out, if you want. Sure. Uh, so, um, yeah. How do we move through? Move through that old thing. Subduction zone on the edge of serration. Not that again. Walking, we knew we would find certain things, but not Briaria on the edge of Okerlekia. Brown, wiry tufts coming out of those apos. We were walking and we stopped and we were watching and there it was, that lichen, just spilling brown and angling up and moving through. All right. Give the readers a nice little taste before it comes out. Something to think about. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think um, think we don't want to take up too much of your time. (laughs) Okay. But thanks for coming on today. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time, and thank you for working on my book. Um, I'm thrilled. Yeah, Thanks we're so much. we're <laughs> super excited for it to come out and get everybody to read it, and maybe mm. treat the earth a little better. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> New Rivers Press is a teaching press operating in association with Minnesota State University Moorhead. The press gives student interns hands-on experience with editing, publishing, and the business of books. Since 2003, every New Rivers Press title has been edited and designed by MSUM students under the supervision of New Rivers Press staff. Finally, to stay up to date with the podcast, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at NRP Podcast. For information about the press, our authors, and our upcoming events, you can find us at New Rivers Press. Or check out our website, newriverspress.com. As always, thanks for joining us. <laughs>